I love you guys. Thank you for everything. You need a longer message because I've got a story for you. Love you all, and do not go to Sweden asking for a Roman shower. You'll regret it. Love you. Bye. Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary. One of your hosts, D. Simon. And I'm Lance Wackerly. What's up there, Wacker? I'm ready to host the pod. Ready for some pod crafting action? Yeah. Throw something at me. All right. Okay. All right. Here goes. Here goes. <laughs> How was your weekend? I, uh, I went to the zoo last night. The LA Zoo. When's the last time you went to a zoo? Fuck. Uh, I think the last time I was the LA Zoo. It's over there by the Gene Autry Museum. We didn't go to the Gene Autry Museum, but we did go to the zoo. Who would ever go in there? Like, who gives a shit? Who is Gene Autry? Nobody even knows. Was it Gene Autry? Did he play? Was he in Westerns or something? Silver singer. I actually do know who Gene Autry is. He's actually pretty good. Singer, yeah. Um, Is that kind of, uh, you know, the song at the beginning of uh, The Big Lebowski? Oh, yeah. That was Gene Autry. That's Gene Autry. That's the Sons of the Pioneers, but he was in that band, I think. Why does he need a museum? He's famous. I suppose. Famous people need museums. Don't you think one day there'll be a D. Simon Museum? It's God, full, of black it's full of black t-shirts. Full of black t-shirts. And uh Cow skin rugs. <laughs> Cow hide rugs. Oh, no. So the, uh, the zoo, the LA Zoo in the summer does this thing called Roaring Nights where they have... Uh, you can go to the zoo from 7 till 10 on Thursdays and Fridays, and uh, you can drink, and you can walk around and gawk at the animals, which, in my opinion, I think that just leads to major liability issues. Don't you think? Probably, but I'm sure the zoo could use the money. I mean, I guess it's probably, that's what it is. It's not that expensive. Like 15 bucks, they have like a DJ, but I mean, they have full bars. I'm sure the animals love that. What is this, Skrillex? (laughs) Fuck. Give me a fucking leaf to eat. They have like bars located throughout and you're just getting wasted. It's 18 and up. And there were, I mean, there were some rowdy, ruckus people there. But the, the, the thing is that what they do is I think to prevent any altercations or any shenanigans, real shenanigans, is they won't let you near the real dangerous creatures. So like the uh, lions and the tigers and the bears, stuff like that, those are all blocked off. So you could go by the... Oh, you cor- can't even look... You mean you can't get near the cage? No, that, that area was just... You can't oh, even you go, can't even go up and look at it from afar? Yeah. Not, not oh. even the zebras. Who, what are zebras, the- are, zebras are mean. Zebras aren't that mean. What's a zebra yes, going to do? they are. That's what they, uh, you know, <laughs> you know why Africa is so backwards, right? 
Because the water buffalo is the most dangerous animal. Well, no, and they don't have any domesticatable animal. Because we had the horse, well, the horses came from Europe, and uh, that's why America's so great. Europe had the horses. China had sort of draft animals. Uh, but Africa just has the zebras and they're really mean. Like you can't train a, you can't ride a zebra. You can't train it to pull a plow or like do anything like that. Cause they're just mean. They're just angry. They're, they're what you just can't yeah. domesticate a zebra. You cannot domesticate a zebra. It'll just kick, keep kicking you in the head over and over. You know, I was reading in uh, Italy, the zebra jumped the fence at the zoo and fucked the donkey. And now there's a zonkey and they're saying the zonkey <laughs> can be trained. Is that like a honky? <laughs> kind of, but it has stripes. <laughs> so anyway, at the zoo, Zonky. there's all these like like gangbanger types walking around. It's a, it was an eclectic mix of people. There's hipsters, there's gangbangers, there's like, you know, kids. It's a melting pot. Yeah, I was there people with... People brought their kids? Well, kids, I'm talking like 19 years old, oh. 18. Um, so I was going to say that kind of defeats the purpose if people are bringing their children, right? Yeah, well, that's why you, you go there at night. But I, I was there with uh, Renee, who's a fan of the show and a friend of mine. And so we, we were walking around. We were getting drunk. But I was thinking, I was like, God, you know, yeah, you can't go by the lions or the bears. But, you know, someone could jump into the koala pit. It's true. Which would be amazing to see some guy get his face ripped off by like 10 koala bears. They're not I think they're bears. rather gentle. Koalas. I bet no. It's not a real bear. And I bet you, if you jumped in the pit and just started like acting like a drunken asshole, I bet you those koalas would jump and rip your face off. You think so? Don't you think <laughs> they'd feel threatened? Docile. They'd feel threatened. I think they would run to the top of their tree or slowly climb up there in a very cute manner. You know, I get was away from you. I was amazed that no one was throwing beer cans at the thing or. Or well, bottles or there had to be bouncers right there were zoo people like strategically located to try to prevent any of these occurrences but i was still thinking you know there's some rowdy people here everyone's getting drunk there's zoo animals um but on yeah, wheels and none on wheels they weren't but, on wheels no they they, they, <laughs> they were wheelless they were down their sucks. regular legs could you um, get close to the giraffes couldn't even see the giraffes. The giraffes would block no. off. Because I would fuck a giraffe up. I don't know if you remember that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do remember. That's, a, that's an old sick and wrong reference there. Yeah. <laughs> you, know what's, uh, you know what city or state they probably don't let you near the uh, zoo animals? Uh, I can imagine what you're going to say. I mean, the whole place is a zoo, if you ask me. Florida. <laughs> Florida. Yep. You know, I bet you they should really. You don't even need to go to the zoo. I mean, there's fucking gators and fucking sea cows everywhere. They should put bars from the from the, you know blocking Florida from like other states. And you can just you can go to what's the state right on top of Florida? Georgia, Tennessee? isn't it Georgia? Georgia. You can go to Georgia and like look in, and you can just see the bars, and that's <laughs> Whip it. Your you beer can, can through <laughs> somebody's. I head. think that's what's you know that's going to eventually happen. Because because uh, Florida is so bizarre. Even okay, even today, wasn't there a uh, some guy took six people hostages and died in like a it was like a murder su- cop suicide. Yeah, he's, uh, I think he was forty two years old. He was angry at the building superintendent. They think, and he didn't take them all hostage. He like he killed two people, and then he shot at maybe the building super. Then he went up to the roof and shot some guy in the parking lot. Then he took two people hostage at the end. And, and you they got they died too. I think there were like seven people got killed, and the, and plus plus him or including him. Then the because co- the cops finally 
they're trying to get him to come out peacefully, but they finally had to bur- burst in and just blow his head off. But you know what, though? Honestly, that's pretty tame for Florida. Like, that's not that unusual. <laughs> no, it happens every day. Yeah, it happens. I don't even, well, I don't even know why they report it. It happens in other states, but I mean, Florida, like, uh, here's a couple Here's a couple recent uh, crimes, recent cr- you know, crime news from Florida. A Florida man shot himself in his penis and testicles while claiming to be cleaning his gun. A Florida man uh, hand was written, recently bitten off by a nine-foot alligator because he was feeding the animal. <laughs> yeah, his hand. <laughs> Here, eat my hand. Do you see the picture of the dad who is letting his two little girls beat the crap out of a manatee? That one I did not see, but I'm <laughs> they were kicking like, myself for missing it. They were riding it. Then there's a picture of the other little girl kicking it in its manatee face. And those, those things are protected like endangered species. Um and then think about uh, think about the the bug eating contest. Remember that? No. Oh, yes, I do. Yeah, the guy died because he ate too many cockroaches. Right at the reptile store. Yeah, like you could win a snake, <laughs> like a ball python. Win a snake. <laughs> you win a really ball python a if you uh, ate, you know, a record number of these cockroaches. And then who can forget about the uh, the bath salt zombie? That happened there. That happened. So what's the deal? Why is Florida Trayvon Martin happened there? Trayvon. Yeah, I mean, we're not even we're talking about the weird. Crimes like the weird, a little weird, don't news. you think? A big well, fat Mexican Jewish guy fucking blew away some kid. Yeah, but seems, now you're getting a little into, weird. But now you're getting into Florida politics, which is also completely bizarre. I mean, think about uh, it back in 2000, the U.S. Supreme Court stopped a presidential recount, gave the White House to George George W. Bush. That's weird. It was all down to Florida, the weirdest state. What do they call it? The penis of America. America's dong. Is America's the dong. Um, it never gets hard, you'll notice. It's always just hanging limply just down there. Hanging limply from, well, because of, because of all the white trash and venereal disease and the humidity. Just a hanging dong. What about the uh, current governor, Rick Scott? I don't know anything about him, but I looked at his picture. And he's like a Tea Party religious guy, you said, right? Yeah, he's a Tea Party Republican. Just Google his picture, or maybe you can put it on the website. This dude is gay. Look at his face. It's just so clear. Everything about him says closeted homosexual. His head looks like a cock, for one. (laughs) He's either gay or he's like one of those sexual deviants that's like a swinger that has swinger parties at his house. Gay swinger. I mean, it went, or some S&M dude. He, he just no, looks like that. Look though. at his eyes and look at his smile. Definitely, he's the gay bump man. Gives me the gay bump. So Rick Scott's considered one of America's worst governors. Um, yeah, but okay. But uh, okay, devil's advocate. Among who? Like Daily Coast and fucking Rachel Maddow? Well, okay, just for a couple. Here's a couple things that recently he did. So he spent $75 million of his own money on his 10, 2010 race. And then, you know, he, he ended up winning it. $75 million, a lot of money to spend for governorship. Uh, he mistakenly gave out phone sex line numbers at a press conference, signed a bill that unknowingly banned computers and smartphones at internet oh, cafes. So he is pretty bad. I was going to say, um, I was going to say like a bad governor would be like, oops, I burnt the state down. But he is doing that kind of stuff. Right? He phased out up. funding for humanities. At, uh, well, but some people would say that's a good thing, right? Okay, he resurrected a slew of Jim Crow era voting tactics before the 2012 elections, <laughs> including false claims that 180,000 aliens were on the voter rolls. Um, yeah, okay, he's he's got some issues. They 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 got a governor with some issues, but then think about Florida's justice system. 
and the uh, the racist reputations there. Uh, Trayvon Martin, George Zimmerman. <laughs> the less said about that, the better at this point. They're um, still fucking dredging up articles about like, oh, well, what does your mailman think about the Trayvon Martin case? We asked him, and here's the interview. Great. Okay, what about the uh, the, the young black lady who... Uh, was uh, abused by her husband. She's a young mother, and she fired a warning shot. She's got 20 years in jail. Her husband, yeah. who is known as a domestic abuser, threatened her, and she fired a warning shot. Didn't even kill no, him. No, 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 dude. You're, you're simplifying the story to prove, uh, you know, how the Trayvon Martin, George Zimmerman thing. The point being, she was in a fight with her husband. He was abusive. She went out to the car got the gun, came back in, and fired the warning shot. That's clearly not standing your ground. You were out at the car. Why didn't you just leave? Yeah, I guess she could have just left. But anyway, I mean, I don't know if, she, I don't know if that's a 20-year uh, offense. Like, do you think it's worth 20 years in prison for that? You did say she was black, right? <laughs> I mean, it is racist. I'm not trying to say it's not racist. So beyond but... all the, the, the racist court system, the insane judge, the bizarre uh, violent crimes... Uh, but it also it's a state of extremes. It's you know it's a, it's got the most bugs. Think of all the insects, uh, mosquitoes. Uh, there's alligators. Uh, the highest identi- identity all those gays rate. in Key West. <laughs> the worst elderly drivers. Everybody there. Like there's certain cities where it's all elderly drivers. Could you imagine? <laughs> all, old, all, old old Jews from old Manhattan Jewish women. never had to drive in Manhattan, and then they move to Florida and get a big old Cadillac, and they're fucking drive cruising around. They can't even see. I, 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 I don't understand it. And the only people who defend Florida are native Floridians, like people who live in Florida. They're the only people who try to defend that state's reputation. But other people, like people like us, you know. Have I you mean, been there? Yeah, I've been to Florida. I used to live in Florida. Oh, you did? Yeah, prior to Miami's moving, pretty nice. Yeah, I've never spent much time in Miami, but I've been to. Uh, I hung out as an adult in Miami for an entire weekend, and let me tell you what. Let me tell you first thing it's fucking expensive. It's like Manhattan prices, you know, for like in the bars and restaurants, but so many just gorgeous women, you fucking wouldn't believe it. And they dress around just with nothing on. Like every, they just have classified everything as the beach. You yeah, know, I mean, you aren't be, they like beautiful Latin American women? Just everything, white, black, Latin American, Asian. They're just super tall, thin, you know, but they've got like a thong on. And then they wrap some sort of like wispy piece of like see-through silk around it and say, oh, it's a skirt now. But it's like, I'm looking at your fucking ass cheeks right now and I love it. Don't get me wrong, but you're not wearing a dress. So were you just walking around with a chub the entire time? Oh, fucking God, yeah. But, you know, there's a lot of history there. There's like old old 1950s hotels and stuff. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I lived in, uh, my parents lived in Fort Myers for like a year. It's a long time ago. <laughs> and then uh, I went to Key West for uh, a wedding. I've been there too, yeah. I was there for a wedding and it was that, that weird uh, swingers festival called like Fantasy Fest was going on. I was there during that, all, not the same year, but. It, it, that was a weird thing. There's all these like swingers with body paint and just old old ladies with yeah. their tits out and painted. Well, people you don't even want to imagine fucking no. like just walking around trying to be sexual is disgusting. Actually, the keys are just bizarre. In the I mean, it's like it's this long road off the tip where it'd be like the 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 piss dribbling out of America's dong, but it's just this long road and to either side is water. Then there'll be this like tiny little Island. That's just a town. And then you keep going like another couple miles where there's nothing and just water, water. And then there's another tiny little Island with a town on it. 
That's what Key West is. How it's many like the miles? Last one. Or I guess how many miles is it from Miami, the mainland, to Key West? Like how, how many miles of freeway do you have to drive? I don't remember, but if I had to estimate it, I think it's three hours or something. So three hours on a tiny bridge, like what a two. Well, you bridge? go a little ways down. Miami's not on the very tip of the mainland, but you go go a little ways down from there, and then it's like Key Largo, and then yeah, from like Key Largo to Key West is like an hour and a half drive. Yeah, God. hour. I don't know. I, I was there. Uh, I remember my freshman year of college. We went to uh, Daytona Beach, and uh, I think <laughs> okay, I told I forgot that about I, Daytona. I've never been there. Oh, it was terrible. It was like that whole spring break thing. And right. then um, I think I told that story about how so yes. my old roommate in college and the the Red Wings. Red Wings. Yeah, it was that. It was during that trip. But that was. I think that was the last. Well, no, the Key West experience was the last time I was in Florida, and that was like quite a few years ago. And to be honest, like. I don't really have any desire to go to Florida ever. I, mean, I, I would go, but I wouldn't sit in a plane for six hours to go. <laughs> I wouldn't go out if of was, my way. If I was in the Florida. area for work, I would spend a couple of days in Miami. I wouldn't mind going to Gibson, Gibsonton, Florida, where, they, where the Carnies live. I've always wanted to see that. I've heard <laughs> I, that's I don't want to go there. The Carney capital Dis- of the world. What about Disney World? No. <laughs> Epcot Center? I would rather go to the Carnival World. The, the Carney, <laughs> world where the Carnies, Carnies live. That Carney town. But, I mean, that being said, we've crowned Florida as the most sick and wrong state. I think, I think it is. I think it's probably one I of think the it's most... A, that's conventional wisdom at this point. Well, it's weird. I mean, think about all those websites that's why, you know, that, that, that highlight why Florida's weird. Um, what, what is the uh, – there's that Twitter feed about – was it Florida Man? Florida Man. There's a Florida Woman Twitter feed. And, and the, you know, with good reason. I mean, Florida's a You know what else place. happens there uh, – People like O.J. Simpson move there because after you get off of your criminal trial, you know, the the family of your victims or alleged victims are going to sue you in civil court. But in Florida, you can buy a mansion and just put all your money into like a giant fucking million, multi-million dollar house. And in Florida, in the civil courts, they can never take away your home. Yeah, it can't be uh, foreclosed on. Bankruptcy. Well, like it can't be uh, surrendered in a civil trial. So, like, if you you see what you do is you move to Florida and then you just liquidate all your stocks and bonds and everything and just put all that money into your house and you say, "Look, I don't have any money." And, then, and people are like, "Yeah, but you live in a fifty million dollar house." Yeah, but that's my house. I got to live there. <laughs> is that what OJ it. did? A lot of a lot of people that uh, either like are 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 get off on a criminal trial or, you know, they get a charge. Even if they get convicted, but they still think they're going to get sued in civil court, they all move to Florida. God. Could you imagine having OJ as your neighbor? Or if you're like a, if you're a businessman and you're going to declare bankruptcy, same thing. You know, you're not necessarily a criminal, but you you want to protect your assets. You move to Florida and put everything into some giant mansion. Yeah, it makes sense. It makes sense. So here are some theories. This is from uh, this article is from Salon.com, and it's uh, some theories about why Florida is just so odd and why it's so weird. So number one here, Florida cops don't have to keep quiet. So the NPR, NPR's Brooke Gladstone, uh, she co-hosts on the media. She interviewed a Florida newspaper crime reporter named Will Greenlee. Uh, and he basically said, you know, Florida has permissive open records laws, which gives the media inordinate access to detailed police files where they find these lurid tales. So it's like an open book policy. So I bet you there's some bizarre. So that implies that every state is weird. We just don't hear about it. 
Yeah, like I, in I, I bet there's bizarre lurid crimes happening in Rhode Island and New York and all sorts of and, and across the country. Certainly Los Angeles. Definitely Los Angeles. But here they probably keep those those under wraps because they're like, you know what? Just we don't want this getting out. San Francisco's already fucked up enough. You know, people think we're already <laughs> yeah. weird. You know, California, the land of fruit and nuts. Let's just kind of keep this under the DL. Whereas in Florida, they're like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, someone ate someone's face off. Did you hear about this? <laughs> he ate his face right off. Wasn't even a, wasn't even a hot chick. It was a homeless, dirty homeless guy. He ate his face. <laughs> so there you go. They're already garnering <laughs> he even had a reputation. A beard. He ate that too. Hair and everything. Uh, there's a number two here. The curious mix of people that are drawn to Florida. And that's true. Kind of like Alaska. I mean, we brought that up. Like Alaska attracts a lot of ex-cons, people trying to start it, start anew. Well, Florida, I think it even has a more varied population here. It's one of those states that's more populated by people who come from elsewhere than by natives. So this includes old people, retirees. Ponce de Leon. Ponce de Leon, yeah. Looking for the fountain of the youth. Of youth. <laughs> it wasn't there. Immigrants. The, Cubans. Uh, the and ultra- Haitians, right? Yeah, the, the, the Latin American uh, immigrants, uh, the very religious, the ultra-religious, uh, carpetbaggers, the nouveau riche from the rest of the country. And they probably come there for that reason, to, you know, as a tax haven. Um, well, fa- made famous by uh, Midnight Cowboy, right? The bus the trip bus, at the end. They're the just sick the of the, the shitty weather in New York and being poor. It's harder to be poor. It's easier to be poor someplace where it's going to be warm all the time. Then live yeah, on the then street. Have to live on the street in Chicago or New York, and then um, uh, Dustin Hoffman pisses himself. <laughs> That's part of the movie. What was his name in that movie? It had a funny name. It's like Rat. It's like Squiggy or Ratso or something. Ratso like or something. It's not Squiggy, obviously, but that type of a thing. Miami has long been the destination of choice for Latin America's exiles, so most notably from Cuba. So. Um, there, there's but another... Haiti also, right? Aren't there tons of and Haitians? Boat there? people, yeah, the Haitians. So it's an eclectic mix of just people, just bizarre people from different cultures and different uh, socioeconomic statuses. So it's just it's a melting pot, but also kind of a, a tinderbox in a sense. You know, um, <laughs> why did why did Walt? I mean, Walt Disney is considered a genius, right? Why did he go down there? Just because it was warm and he could buy a lot of cheap land to make his Disney World. Yeah, but it was Dis- Disneyland came first, right? That's true. And then what? So the Disney was, World was an ex- even though it's much bigger, it was an, not the original. It was an expansion, I guess. So he was like, I bet you the the real estate was cheaper there, uh, but Florida probably wanted to, wanted the tourism. I think I saw some documentary deals. that uh, the Tupperware industry started in Florida. Did it? The Tupperware Empire back when, like you know, now Why you would just you go watch to the this documentary. It might have been in a different documentary, and they just it was related to some other point. But uh, Tupperware used to be like you you didn't buy it in the store. Like ladies sold it door to like it was your little your that, wife's yeah. home business, and so it was like and so when you got really good at selling a lot of Tupperware, you you got to go down to like the Tupperware Empire compound and like with your husband and water ski or something. <laughs> I remember. It sounds like an industry, though, in Florida. Yeah. yeah. Um, the law. Think about the uh, the laws in Florida. So to say that Florida has a loose regulatory environment barely states it here. People move there to buy homes that can't be seized in bankruptcy proceedings. Oh, that's what I said, Which right? is what you were saying. Uh, some of the loosest gun laws in the country. I think about stand your ground. Um, 
the, the, the state has no system to monitor the distribution of prescription drugs, and there's no state income tax. I love the gun thing and the prescription drug thing. I like the no state income tax. That's all right. But you just you just end up paying more property tax or sales tax. I mean, the state's got to get its money somewhere, right? Yeah, but what, what's California's income tax? 9%? Oh, yeah. It's fucking... It's like robbery. Yeah. I think I mean, it goes up to 13 if you're making a shitload of money. So, uh, you know, th- so what they say here is a lot of people come to Florida looking for a better life, better weather. Uh, there's a contingent of people who come here for illicit or opportunistic reasons. And these people are wh- wh- who make the news. The better weather thing is so funny to me. Like, do you like 90 degree, 100% humidity days? Yeah, it sounds great. Move to Florida. It's terrible. But I mean, when you open your mouth, five or seven bugs fly into it because they're just everywhere because it's so humid. Sounds awesome. Mosquitoes. It's like living in a swamp. I'm surprised it is. It is a swamp. I'm surprised Jews are a giant swamp. I mean, Jews complain about everything. Don't you think they'd just be complaining incessantly about the weather? Yeah, but that's you just proved your point. I mean, if the baseline is always complaining, what's the difference where you move? You don't know why, because they sit there in their massive Cadillacs, which are called Jew canoes. They just drive around <laughs> their Jew canoes and their AC just bitching. Yeah. Have you ever been they behind a early, Jew early in a bird Cadillac? Special. Oh, nothing more annoying than that. But Okay, but think about this, though. Portland, or Oregon... Oregon doesn't have income tax. There's no state income tax in Oregon. How come, there, how come there's not more weirdos there? Well, I think there are a lot of weirdos there. I mean, in, in Portland, weirdos? outside of... Yeah, outside of Portland. I mean, it gets pretty rednecky pretty quick. The weather isn't as nice. It's raining all the time. So the, nobody's, nobody ever moved to, to Portland for, for the weather. weather yeah, right? that's true. So... And and like you were saying before, maybe it is happening, and just the the cops keep all the shit under wraps. <laughs> I bet you that's what it is. I bet you there is a lot of weird occurrences there, and that the cops are just like, yeah, we're gonna be mum on this. What's we're that other town that's out. not Portland? That's uh, where all the weirdos live. Astoria. No. Eugene. 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 Yeah, Eugene yeah. has a lot of weird weirdos. Eugene's. I've been there before. Eugene is odd. A lot of hippies. Um, yeah. But yeah, the weather, th- th- that's what I don't understand. Like, to me, I find the, the weather of Florida to be repellent. I would never want to have to deal with that. I prefer more of a drier climate, but um, that's because of my asthma. But anyway, <laughs> but, but seriously, I, I wouldn't want to deal with that. But think about it. Like, uh, Florida, there is a lack of seasons. It's just a mix of heat, humidity, hurricanes. Who wants to live in yeah, a place with hurricanes? hurricanes? You got to um, board up your house and leave every once in a while because the fucking wind is coming. Or you just lose your house completely. I mean, what, what's you know we have we have the threat of an earthquake, but they have a they. It's not even a threat of a hurricane. It's the knowledge happen. that a hurricane's going to—it's an inevitability every year. Yeah. So I mean, it's why would you want to live with that 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 threat that risk? Margaritaville, man, <laughs> can't explain it. And this, I think, <laughs> actually applies to. Um, I think this applies to certain areas of California, definitely Arizona and uh, Texas. Is uh Scientists have found that there's a range of mental and physical health issues that arise when people live above 80 degrees Fahrenheit consistently. So think about it like uh, Palm Springs when you got the right. desert people that live in like 100 degree heat, like what, half the year? It's dry heat, though, and it gets cold during the winter. It bakes your cerebellum. It does. Well, what it they, when they say brain. consistently, do they mean year round or just for too many hours per year to be determined? 
I think it's just a, it's it's consistently over. I bet you it's it's in over. Florida. It's over eighty in Los Angeles quite a bit. Yeah, but I bet you it's Florida. In Florida, it's it's over eighty more often than it's under eighty. Like during the year, it gets Even colder night. at night. But yeah, I, I don't it know. gets colder for a couple months. But I bet you consistently it's like around eighty degrees probably throughout the year, day after day after day. And you're just Conse- your brain consecutive days. over eighty degree high days. Yeah, you get a lot of those. You know, in uh, L.A., I mean, it's yeah, we have our hot day, we have our hot months, but a couple months. But I mean, I think you think that's what's done it to them. I think I think that's I think that definitely contributes to it. What but, about uh, Ernest Hemingway? He liked it there. Yeah, the Keys. What about Tom Petty? Is Tom Petty from Florida? Marilyn Manson. Gainesville. Marilyn Manson's from Florida. Not a fan. (laughs) (laughs) So they say here that other southern states like Louisiana and Mississippi, they score worse on, uh, you know, socioeconomic indices. Oh, yeah. That's just poverty. You know. Rampant poverty. But uh, people in general, especially the media, don't point out these states' foibles or oddities, but yet they're quick to point a finger at Florida. I don't think those states are as populous as Florida either. I think there's a ton of people per square mile in Florida. They say it's Florida's the fourth most populous state. 19 million people live there. I am actually full of correct conjectures. Today. You certainly are. Pretty you proud of myself. Uh, how, many, how, how many electoral college votes does Florida get? Fuck, I don't know. I, I think don't that's part of it, that system. It's yeah, based but, on the population, right? Yeah, I think that's part of it, though. That's why Florida's ridiculed, because you're yeah. just like, well, there's all these idiots that, that go there that can sway an election. It's a swing state. That in Ohio. Yeah. Like, like, we really want Ohio and Florida determining who becomes the fucking president? It's fucked. I think all in all, there's many reasons why Florida is the weirdest, strangest state, and definitely crowned the most sick and wrong state in the country. Year after year. The question is... Would you live there, Wackerly, if you got an opportunity? Let's say you met this hot Cuban chick. She lived in Miami. Parents are kind of well off. They're drug dealers or something. And uh, she owned a condo, and she's like, Wackerly, I want you to move here. <laughs> <laughs> Would if you, you do sounded it? like that, I wouldn't. Uh, I mean, anywhere you can, you can move anywhere. Like, the key is you said that she's wealthy, and they're, you know, buying a house. I mean... You can move anywhere if you have money and ha- have a great time. If you know, if you could get a condo that's on the beach, I probably wouldn't live in Miami. I'd want to live in more like isolated, have my own section in of the beach Everglades. Type I don't know. The Everglades are pretty hillbilly, man. And I don't want to have to worry about like an alligator coming and biting my ass as I'm like drunkenly stumbling to my front door. What are night. what are those boats with the the fans? The fan. Start... What's called a fan boat. A fan boat. <laughs> if I well, <laughs> if I could have a fan boat, I would move there. I could see Wackerly post podcast just like disappearing from the public eye. No longer is Facebook. Let's wrap gone. this up, D. Twitter's Let's gone. Wrap this up. I gotta go out on the boat. <laughs> He's just cruising so around on his fan boat with a huge beard, like those uh, Duck Dynasty guys. A beer and a koozie <laughs> to keep the condensate off of it. Hell Whatever yeah. happened to that Lance Wackerly? You know, mm. D went on to doing another show, but that Lance Wackley, after that episode 392 of Sick and Wrong, he just disappeared. They say if you go out in the Everglades at night, <laughs> you can hear his fan boat coming. <laughs> you can hear, hear the soft whisper of him reading A Tree Grows in Brooklyn. <laughs> on his fan boat. I don't know. People, we're not trying to dissuade you from checking out Florida. I just think if you're going to go to Florida, you might as well expect something sick and wrong to happen, and you might be involved in it. I think people from Europe love it. 
They do. They 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 especially the uh, Eastern Europeans tend to you get rem- Florida. Well, you remember in the British version of The Office, uh, the receptionist and her shitty boyfriend uh, move to Florida, or go, they go on a vacation, yeah. but they surreptitiously overstay their you know their visa. They were planning to move there, weren't they? Yes, illegally. Because they loved Florida. Because it's, you know why? Because the UK, it's it's the opposite of the over 80 degree day thing. It's like, you know, rainy and shitty there like three quarters of the year. So to go to some place where it's more often than not going to be sunny and warm is an amazing prospect. And no offense to the UK, but I'd rather see uh, women in Florida wearing thongs than women in like uh, northern <laughs> England smiling at wearing you. thongs. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, people, this is episode 391 here of Sick and Wrong. You know the way the show works. Uh, Wacken and I present the most disturbing news items of the week. Uh, you can send in your stories to uh, Sick and Wrong Podcast at homemail.com. You can submit them via Facebook or via Twitter. And if we do read the story, and if we do give you credit for it, uh, we'll send you a Sick and Wrong care package. I swear to God, I really will send you a Sick and Wrong care package. Uh, before we get to our first story here for uh, episode 391... Uh, here's a word from our sponsor, adamneed.com. Hey, sick and wrong listeners. This is Trucker Paul. I got to tell you about this wonderful porno place where you can buy jack-off machines, dildos, inflatable wives. I bought them all. When I go home, I like to diddle my wife with a, a little dildo. When I'm on the road, I got my second wife, my blow-up doll, and my jack-off sleeve. Go to adamandeve.com. Type in the word diddle. D-I-D-D-L-E. And you'll get 50% off all your masturbation machines. Adios, lick my balls. I put a spell on you. So the first story we got here uh, came in from Alex. Alex writes, hey, DNL, here's a shit story for you. Keep it sick, keep it wrong. Nice. Yep, shit stories. Love the shit stories. Always, always. We're, we we never have a shortage of shit stories here on Sick and Wrong. We should just change the name to the Shitty News. That's good. And Shitty News. We could do a, we could do a vidcast where we're just sitting on toilets, <laughs> like two anchor men <laughs> on toilets. But but we gotta like somehow welcome eat. to the Shitty News. But we gotta eat something Ooh. that gives us diarrhea, so we actually have diarrhea what, what while we're delivering news. What else do I eat? <laughs> So I'll just keep eating what I eat. That's what you're saying. Great. Basically, just continue with your regular diet. <laughs> um, this this story here, this might be one of the worst bowel movements I've ever read about. I, I actually think my Damn, sister raising the bar. My sister would be impressed by this man. My sister actually, your sister I, of the yellow paparoo f- fame. My irritable bowel sister. I'm I'm hoping my irritable bowel sister never meets this guy because this would be their like the Highlander. Like there can only be one, and it'd be this horrible shit fight, or it would be she'd fall in love and leave Jer. I was gonna say, make sure Big Jer puts a ring on it before she. I meets know this guy. that's why I I want her not to come in contact with this guy because it, 
either way, it's going to be a, a horrible scenario. Um, so the first U.S. Court, Circuit Court of Appeals here in Maine upheld a conviction against a man who served a seven-day jail sentence for willfully damaging and creating a hazard and nuisance in the federal courthouse in Portland, Maine. Specifically, wow. he shit his pants and then left such a horrid mess in the bathroom that it took them like hours to clean up. Uh, the, the poor maintenance worker here who had to deal with it said that 75% of the floor was covered in feces while more was smeared more than two feet up on the walls and on the paper towel and toilet paper dispensers, on the toilet paper itself, and on part of the toilet seat and the left side of the bowl. <laughs> Shit storm. 75, is this a single stall toilet? A single toilet bathroom is what I meant to say? Or is this like a bathroom that has like three stalls and a couple urinals? I'm picturing the handicapped stall, which is the condominium of uh, stalls because it's bigger. <laughs> it's, I, you know, I go out of my way. It's not the Taj Mahal of the stalls. You know, when I go to a bathroom small. and I got to do number two, I would prefer to be in the handicapped stall because you just have more room. You can lay out. I like it because it's always on the end, and then you don't get. You might have one asshole shitting next to you, but you're not going to be like surrounded by two assholes shitting on either side of you. Sandwich between two <laughs> shitting men. <I> hate it. <laughs> Do you ever hear that Louis C.K. bit where his little girl had to go to the bathroom and she's he's at the airport? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like it sounded like pennies being thrown into like a can. It's terrible. There is nothing worse than. All right, being, let me do a tangent about this. It's nothing worse than being sandwiched. So I'm seeing this girl, and that's the, no more will be said about that. But there's right, uh, a girlfriend, people. We were we were at we were at this McDonald's because we were just driving, and she had to use the toilet. Um, she so she loves that you're sharing a, her shit story. It's not a, it's not about <laughs> her shit. But she goes in the bathroom, and I'm standing out there waiting for her, perusing the menu as I do. And and as you said with the Louis C.K. thing, you know, little children, no matter their gender, will go into either bathroom with their parents, right? Well, you have to. I mean, what are you going to let your what kid are you go do, alone? Right? Well, what's the upper age for that? Like sixteen. <laughs> well, don't don't steal my thunder. No, I'm saying this probably. Wo- so what, this like woman seven, goes in. A- this, this, wo- this woman goes in after my girlfriend with her kid. And I swear to God, this this boy kid was ten years old. See, if that's, not, that if not is, eleven or twelve. Once you have pubic hair, you should not be going into the women's bathroom with your mom. <laughs> well, I don't think ten years old to have pubic hair. They probably have that's a couple stupid. sprouts. Like, there's probably two. Maybe I, I thought it was weird. And I, I think it's you know, bizarre. I mean, I, wh- sa- I, I said, did you see that old b- older boy go into the bathroom? She's like, yeah, I was glad I was washing my hands and leaving as he came in. Well, what I don't get, does he go in the same stall with his mom and watch her pee and then he pees? <laughs> now, now you're getting really weird. I'm just saying, like, what is, what's, or does he go to a separate stall? I don't know. I and don't then, know. That's weird. Moving on. Moving on. That is, that's just weird. I think 10 years old is a little too old to go into the bathroom with your mom. Yeah. Um, but so, okay, getting back to this story here, how does this happen? How do you get shit two feet up the walls on the toilet paper, the, 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 the towel, the paper towel dispenser? I mean, what is this? Uh, does he shit like a hippopotamus to use a zoo reference? Like, have you ever seen a hippo shit? 
Oh, they spin their tail around? And yeah, and it goes it like a helicopter and just shit goes everywhere. Like, do you, I mean, is that what this guy was the doing? Meta- the metaphor I was looking for is the lawn sprinkler. <laughs> it spins around. <laughs> Can you do the noise? Well, it does two noises, right? It's like... As it goes back. So when it's when it's doing the rapid noise, that means shit's just flying out straight ahead, like right. a staccato rhythm. And then well, sometimes you can – I don't know if you've ever set a sprinkler up, but you can take the limit switches off so it just keeps going around and, and then it just always goes – and keeps going in a 360. So this guy, what, what are you picturing? He just has his ass up in the air, just shit just spraying around. I don't know. I don't think he's actually doing that. I think um, what he's doing is he's shitting and he's he's spreading it everywhere manually. Okay, so it's all over his hands. That's that's what he's using. Right. So there's a this is my favorite part of this this whole story because it's just a testament to our legal system. There's a graphic 57-page court document that the judges who sit one level below the US Supreme Court, so this is state Supreme Court judges, had to go had to read through and and analyze and it includes vivid comparisons to feces being the consistency of spaghetti with meat sauce and chunky peanut butter. And there's spaghetti? Also, what, does the guy have worms? Spaghetti with meat sauce, so it's just chunky meat, meat sauce. Meat sauce, I get. But what's, what the spaghetti means, he has, like, ringworm. <sighs> he might as well have. I mean, this is disgusting. <laughs> so the guy's name is Ronald Strong, who uh, was 50 years old when this happened. He claims to have had a heart condition that required medication that may have affected his bowel controls. Um, That's why you sit your ass on the seat and poop down the hole. Well, I don't think he had enough time to get to the seat. So he arrived at the courthouse for an unrelated civil case, and I'll actually go into details about it. As he was being screened by security, he told the guard that he had to use the bathroom and that he was already defecating in his pants. Um, I have to use the toilet. Actually, I'm using the toilet as we talk, (laughs) sir. I need to finish up. I don't know if he was that casual in his tone. Um, Because don't you think he'd be holding his breath? Maybe not. Maybe he's just like, okay. Clenching. Um, the guard to the best is, of his abilities. The guard escorted him to the restroom with strong, intermittently trailing feces on the floor. He then <laughs> described the the feces was described as liquid. There needs to be a, na- there needs to be a name for that. <laughs> the oil slick. What do you? What, what, oil slick is like what happens when they have an accident at the oil derrick. Well, what do you call that thing where James Bond pushes the button? And the, the, is that also the like oil slick? Yeah, like it comes out of the back of his car. Or it's like leaving a trail of breadcrumbs or something so you can find your way back. Uh, the feces was described, he later described as liquid and there's pieces in it and it dripped down his leg all the way to my ankles. I don't know about you, Ackley, but I can kind of tell that he'd uh, neglected to wear his D-pants that day. Yeah. I mean, this guy should have been wearing D-pants, a little Tim and Eric reference there. But if he had or D-pants. Or just depends, which is an actual item. Yeah, but don't you think they should make D pants? I mean, I think it just it would work. You wear it under your pants, fills yeah, up. But it with... gets in your leg hair is the problem. Have you noticed they changed the name of Depends to Depend? No. Why would they're they re- do that? They're rebranding. I don't know. What's what's the purpose of taking the S off the end? I don't know. Maybe because you they're do turning depend it from... on them. Yeah, they're trying to make it into an action word because that's what some, like, high-powered fucking Madison Avenue ad man told them. <laughs> they're fucking adult diapers. Like, what else are people going to buy? It just depends now. It's a, fascinating to me. Depend. Just depend. It's just depend. Hey, can you, honey, can you grab my depend? I need that box of depend. 
What do they have as their tagline? I'm you opening can the link. On depends. I'm opening the link. Or depend right on now. the depend. Can you wait? It's a little slow because we're vidcasting each other here. It just says. Uh, it just says depend. That's it. Just depend. They're they're running a promotion called the Great American Tryon, where there's two football players and some hot chick in like a cocktail dress. That. Oh my god. Okay, we got to get off this. <laughs> so once once he was in the bathroom, feces trailing from his from his pants, dripping off his legs, he took his clothes completely off. You got to. He cleaned up the best he could, threw his boxers away because they were destroyed. Um, you got to. Your dad doesn't, though. He washes them off. That was terrible. He then tried to make himself presentable. He said he stood up again. He kept wiping himself, and he sat back down to put his socks on. Didn't have any boxers because he threw those away. He uh, tried to clean off his jeans, but he put his jeans back on. Um, he says, I don't know if you ever had an incident in the kitchen where you spill something on yourself, but you're grabbing everything and anything trying to mop up the milk. And that's basically what that's happened here. Milk. He said it's <laughs> chocolate milk. The smell was repulsive. <laughs> it was very, very embarrassing. So he washed up in the sink, exited the back bathroom, took care of his official business at the courthouse, and then left the building. And it wasn't until a law enforcement officer tried to use the restroom 15 minutes later that he discovered the fecal disaster. Hmm. So they How hauled the him back into court. How do they even know it's a guy? He admitted it, I guess. Right? Well, he's the last guy in there. They hauled him back to court now. And uh, his defense was twofold. One, he didn't mean to cause the mess. You know, it was an accident because of his medication. And two, there were no clearly visible signs warning that it was legal to befoul the bathroom. Like if there was a sign that said... There wasn't a sign saying it was illegal. (laughs) Yeah, like it wasn't a sign saying it was illegal to befoul the bathroom. So if there's a sign saying don't wipe your shit on the walls, Uh then you'd have been like, okay, I shouldn't be doing this. (laughs) (laughs) It's probably not a good idea for me to wipe my feces all over the walls. Uh, The court rejected both. First, noting that signs prohibiting damage, hazards, and nuisance were posted inside the building. And second, they said for intent, they held that he willfully made the mess, reasoning that the mess was so extensive that no mere accident could be that catastrophic. What do you think? Well, much like the Trayvon Martin case, you've got to, uh, or the George Zimmerman case, you know, you got to, uh, ground. the ground, the, <laughs> the courts have made the, de- made the decision. You got to abide by what they say. Cause otherwise it's just chaos and vigilante justice. Well, in Maine's Maine has a provision. I don't know if you know about this. It's called the shit on the ground law. And you're allowed to, if <laughs> in case shit of, on the ground, well, in case of, if you're feeling threatened, you could just pull your pants down and just shit on the ground anywhere. Really? Fight or flight or shit response. (laughs) But okay, so they're saying this is willful. So that means this is probably the most devious form of retribution I've ever heard. Like this guy is so powerless that the only way you can get back at the system and be like, fuck you, is to shit all over the bathroom at the courthouse. (laughs) Fuck you and your parking tickets, motherfuckers. Take that. Well, this like, is a com- it's a common thing in jail, right? Where you really are powerless, and the only thing you do is like I can understand throw your in shit jail. around. But this guy was—he wasn't even up on a serious charge, right? You C- said it was just, just some unnamed c- civil thing. Like, I, I just—I don't. I just—it it just seems unruly to me. But he sounds a bit whacked out. Well, so the relevant question is not whether he purposely defecated his pants, but whether he willfully spread his feces all over the bathroom resulting in a nuisance, hazard, and damage. 
And that's what the court had to come up with. Uh, they, the, the opinion was of the judges... Was this an act of vandalism or biological distress, right? That's yeah. The, that's the question. That's the key. But the, the judges said that they were swayed because Strong had a potential motive here. He had twice lost a social security case in the same courthouse. Oh, he's a social security fraudster. I think that's why. I think this is a. I think this is a fucking dick. I hate him now. But I just sponger. I mean, do you think he took? He shat in his hands, just whipped it on the walls. Yeah, I do. How else are you going to do it with your feet (laughs) or your mouth like a dog? (laughs) What hands are for? Strong claimed the cleaning lady exaggerated the extent of the damage. Um, Why? Why would you not get photos? Come on. He says, I can't imagine any human being that would deliberately smear anything like that. My intentions were my person. I wasn't thinking about the bathroom floor. My person. My person. Is this Scissors John Steele? (laughs) (laughs) That's how he talks. The cleaning lady, in her own words, the testimony that she had to give in front of the judges here, she said that the, uh, she described the feces, not necessarily like finger smears, but chunks. Chunks and smears, pretty much kind of like chunky peanut butter. You said that three times. <laughs> I had to get it in the third time there. Gross. I, you know, I don't know. I mean. I think he did it. It's, it's happened before. Like, I remember when I worked at the strip club, it was a similar situation. A guy was upset because he claimed some girl ripped him off because he was drunk and he didn't get a blowjob or whatever out of it. And so, yeah, I know. You are drunk. She did rip you off. Yeah, and, get the, That's how the strip club works. And security, I think he started a fracas or something. And security was like, you know, dragged him downstairs or something and they cut him off. And his only recourse was to go in the bathroom and write, this place sucks and shit on the bathroom wall. Hmm. And what sucked about it, I remember, is a friend of mine. I'd, I'd gotten a job as a bar back there. He's a cool dude. His name is Rich. And uh, this was Rich's first night. And so Rich had to clean this place sucks and shit off the wall. Wouldn't you have just left? Mm. The job? Yeah. I don't know. Depends on what you need it. I guess you get to see another job? on a regular basis. There's a worse job. I mean, I've cleaned shit out of bathrooms before, and I didn't get to see any titties. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> on the first day though it's kind of demoralizing like oh, i'm kind of excited about this job i think it might be oh, i gotta clean shit off the wall god but. damn it and if, and if it because then would think i would think like this is a common occurrence that's gonna happen every night yeah I mean, that would suck i always i'm always amazed when it happens in a girl's bathroom because you just don't think girls oh dude going to this level i used just... to work at a bar i wasn't the bar back but i was the dishwasher and at this bar that i worked at it was a restaurant and a bar mostly a bar but they had food uh, the dishwasher's job at the end of the night, or even in the middle of the night, if it got nasty enough, was to clean both the men's and women's bathrooms. And invariably, the women's is much more disgusting. I'm, I'm amazed by that. It's because they the hover. I just, they, won't, they won't put their ass on the seat, so they're just pissing all over the place and shitting all over the place. And then there's the dirty tampon box. Have you heard of this? Yeah, that's, that is disgusting. Could you imagine how that smells? I know exactly how it smells because I used to have to fucking empty it. <laughs> Like, if you're on the rag this badly, just don't go out to the bar. Sit in, under a blanket watching beaches eating chocolate. What I would pay for a video of Wackerly emptying out the, the used tampon box. No, oh, I, I was a young buck. I didn't give a shit. <laughs> it was actually, you know, doing that was actually better than standing back by the hot, steamy dishwashing machine for eight hours. You know, this, hearing, things, hearing stories like this is why I would never give a girl a rim job unless I knew her. 
Like the second date, maybe, but definitely not the first <laughs> I mean, date. You probably, if you're trying to give girls rim jobs that you don't know, you're probably going to be in jail. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, if I, the Sir, first, the first time, the first time I hook I up a girl, I'm not going to give her a rim job unless I know her. Cause I mean, she could be one of these, she could be one of these type of birds that befells bathrooms. That's what your nose is for, my friend. <laughs> Early warning system. <laughs> the sniff test. Yeah. You give it the sniff test. You can even put your finger down there if you want. Sniff that. <laughs> I'm, do you, I'll do it. I don't care. What do you have here First for the second story? This one's sent in from, uh, I guess his name is pronounced Waza. Waza. He's from, he's from Foster's Land, which is what he calls Australia. He actually calls it Foster Land. <laughs> so, like, Foster depends. <laughs> like, depend undergarment. He's changed the name of Foster's to Foster. Do you know uh, Waza is actually a very common name there? Waza? Yeah, Waza. Waza's I didn't just know common. that. Are you are you just making this up, or do you know this for a fact? All right, I'm making it up. But doesn't it sound like it could be like Australia? It sounds like a common nickname. Yeah, yeah like in Australia, it's like oh Waza. I know. Maybe Waza. it's William or something. They call you Waza. Wally. It's like the Australian version of Wally. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I was thinking of Braveheart for a second. <laughs> William Wallace, and uh, he says. I'm not going to do the Australian accent. I'm going to save it for the actual quotes in the article. But he says, this is my take. You have a, a old fat fuck cop working with some young bucks who can score chicks at whim. The fat fuck reckon, reckons he can get roots too, but the young guys say he's full of shit. So he gets on Craigslist and gets some slags. Great term. Films them, and then he tells the judge that he doesn't beat off to the videos. <laughs> so that's the that's the summary of the article. <laughs> this guy's very really eloquent. Confusing. This this Waza. Yeah, getting roots, I guess, is scoring with slags. Getting roots with slags. I'm going to. Huh. No, I think maybe the slags are the roots because it's just get. He he thinks he can get roots. Yeah, um, I've never seen that movie Roots with Levar Burton. But do you think it has something to about. do with this? Yeah. Yeah, okay. You should see it. It's great. There's lots of fucking in it. <laughs> it's a porn, huh? There's <laughs> <laughs> probably some African titties. <laughs> National Geographic style. Yeah, that works. For um, me. In Australia, if you feel, if you seek, you can't, okay. Let's talk about America, where we live. <laughs> and what I, think, what I think the law says. It's legal to film yourself fucking your girlfriend or just any lady if you but you have to tell her right and you're not you can't sell it i guess you can sell it maybe you can sell it it's a crime if you surreptitiously film you can't the secretly girl. do it yeah i think you need her permission i don't think you can sell it without her consent i don't yeah. think you can sell it like so kim kardashian and well the first one was paris hilton right Paris Hilton. Well, I don't know. If she she knew. She she day, obviously she is consenting to the dude filming her. What about Pam and Tommy? They Pam knew she was being filmed, sucking off Tommy's gigantic hog. Yeah, wasn't that movie Christ. called Anaconda? <laughs> I get them confused. His God. dick was so big. I know. It was frightful. Amazing. Did I say that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've ever saw seen the the Kardashian sex tape. I did see the Paris Hilton one. It was no, the, you gotta watch. Okay, you have to watch the Kardashian one. You know why? 
it's so fucking staged because now these people people saw how huge paris hilton became i mean now she's like a you know a <clears throat> heads up her own empire of shit like perfumes and clothes and tv shows and fucking albums and stuff right all because of that fucking sex tape i mean she was wealthy before but nobody knew who the hell she was so now people like kim kardashian they fucking make a sex tape and intentionally leak it so it's so it's so staged and funny. Like people don't fuck. The one, you watch the Paris Hilton one, you're like, oh yeah, these are two people fucking. But the Kim Kardashian one, it's like what you guys positions? Know, just fucking like positions that are like you know like posed. So I mean, there's can, one where he's on top of her ass, which is what you would do with Kim Kardashian because she's got that big nice ass. Uh, but then there's this new one with uh, James Dean and uh, the girl from the uh, 16 and Pregnant. 16 and Pregnant, yeah, Same thing. One. It's so – like they're that trying to play staged, it off. Like it, yeah, no, exactly. The Kim Kardashian one's exactly the same. I'll have to like check she, it out. She made it in, with the intent of leaking it so she become, would come, be, become famous. And look, now she's famous. Is there a Beneath the Ball shot? I, I haven't watched the whole thing. I just watched it until I came and turned it off. <laughs> TMI. Which was approximately 30 seconds. <laughs> yeah, really. It kind of was. And we've talked about sexting in the past with Steele. We asked him about it. Um, yeah, that was recent. But episode. I have a question for you. So have you ever filmed yourself having sex with a girlfriend? Obviously with her consent because we're not trying to get you in trouble here. Yeah, I have a couple times. <laughs> See, I won't do it. Why? Do you, you don't want it to be held I'm against you? I'm just worried you? about – I'm worried about it might be a Pandora's box. But do you think it's going to end up on uh, com? No, I think I'm going to see it and be so disgusted with how I look when I'm fucking that I'll never be able to get a heart on or have sex again. I mean, <laughs> I, I can't even look at pictures of myself in clothes. You are far too critical of yourself. Really? I just, I, I don't know, but I just think there's the potential of just like watching myself grunting and look at my, looking at my own taint. I could just be so disturbed by it that i may never have sex again what i always thought about i mean i guess we're drunk spur of the moment on my shitty handheld camera and then you know it's the point and shoot kind of cameras and then right. you do it it's one it's one position you can barely see anything because it's like you know it's too dark and it's, it's not like we have proper lighting i just because you just do the missionary that that's your one position no, I mean it's it's from the side one position of the camera. So the camera's from the side. I'm just fucking so you, with you. Yeah, but but anyway, I mean it's but but the fact of the matter is is what do you what do you what do you, why why are you filming? Are you going to watch it again and jack off? You can't see anything. Does it really matter? I mean, it's a, yeah, it just seems I, I like an exercise of utility. I mean, the intent would be for me to watch it again and jack off. Yes, I I I, I guess I'm not that. I don't know. Or, yeah, maybe, or you, maybe or I, you watch I, it again at a later date with that lady to get yourselves in the mood. I think that was the plan, and that that had happened. Like I remember, I got a new computer and I was copying over stuff, and I was like, "Oh, you remember this?" It's just, just like, "Oh God, this is embarrassing." Just drunk. yeah, I just feel like it would be very embarrassing. So it was embarrassing, but it didn't put you off sex. Like funny, at your own I mean, it was funny, but I just kept. I mean, the whole time thinking like, "Why? Why did we do this? It just seems pointless." Or like, "Wow, does my cock really look that small in real life?" You know, that sort of thing. <laughs> So I'm never going to do it. I need a camera with a fisheye lens. I mean, you can have this a stand-in. Maybe I can have a stand-in. Uh, <laughs> Bruce, could you come over here for a second? <laughs> hey, get that big cock out and fuck my girlfriend. <laughs> I'm going to get it on film. <laughs> Put my own, I'll superimpose my own face in production. Put your face on top of it. Yeah, that'd be <laughs> yeah. great. A big black guy with a giant <laughs> cock. Just my head. <laughs> 
<laughs> and then for oh, new wow. girlfriends, you could be like, ooh, how did this sex tape get in here? Whoops. <laughs> Whoops. Sorry. Oh, yeah, that is my cock, actually. Yeah, that's a huge cock I got there. So is that what this <laughs> guy did? Oh, would you like to watch uh, Monsters University? <laughs> I'll just put it in right here. Oh, wait, that's not the right DVD. <laughs> but that's a monster. But then she's going to find out as soon as I take my pants off. Like, wait a minute. Yeah, but at least by <laughs> that happened? point, though. But, you know, by that point, point... of no return. Yeah, like, I've, I've heard with girls, even, like, when girls have had sex with guys with tiny dicks, it's not like they can laugh and run away. They're just like, all right, might as well go for it because we're right. both naked. So at that point, you already got her. Yeah. Bait true. and switch. Bait and Still switch. not going to do it. Well, there's a cop in Sydney whose name's Mark David Osborne. <laughs> Uh, he's a senior constable and he's 42. And in Australia, you can. So it's the point of that story was it's illegal to film yourself having sex with a woman if she doesn't know. Mm-hmm. But in Australia, you can only be convicted if you actually derive sexual gratification from doing that. So if you're jacking off, if you're masturbating to the videos that you don't even have to be masturbating, made. just have to have sexual gratification from doing it. From the videos you secretly made, and that means you're abusing... You're allowed to make these videos, you're just not allowed to enjoy them? Exactly. That's weird. <laughs> In that way, sexually enjoy them. So, this senior constable who's 42, he, uh, he's charged with three counts of filming a person engaged in a private act with the purpose of obtaining sexual gratification. <laughs> he's pleading not guilty, even though they have the tapes. How is he doing that, you might ask? Yeah, he yeah, says, on the ground. Basis. I was trying to compete with my peers, the younger guys. <laughs> <laughs> I felt the bragging of the boys. They didn't believe what I was saying. So the guys, the younger cops, the young bucks, <laughs> were, you know, they were just there in their little cop locker room talking about all the birds they shag here and there, this and that, uh, going to the club, whatnot, right? Yeah, yeah the strip club, whatever, and the parties. Old, this, this 42-year-old guy said, oh, yeah, I can still get him too, mate. And they're like, whatever, Grandpa. Your dick doesn't even get hard anymore. <laughs> it's like a sh- looks like an uncooked shrimp on the Barbie <laughs> or off the Barbie. <laughs> <laughs> and so he said he needed to prove to them that he's this old guy still got it. And he says that he can't show off kissing somebody, which is something you could just do in front of them, which you probably could. Like, oh, that hot bird is kissing the old cop. Like, yeah, I guess like he does could, still if got he, it. If he went to the club with the kids and made out with the hottest bird there, maybe paid it a hooker. Them. Just, yeah. It, it would impress them. Sort of pretty woman type scenario. Uh, but he chose to show them the most explicit sections of these videos that he took of him fucking these slags he found on Craigslist. He also had a girlfriend at the time who wasn't the girl in the... Uh, in okay. the film, which it, just goes to show you some of these girls will put up with anything. Wackily, if your boss decided to take you in, like, if you guys got drunk and your boss, like, started having a conversation of a sexual nature and then started talking about his conquests, and you're like, okay, well, you know, I, I doubt that's true, but I'm willing to believe you, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, no, let's, let's watch this video. And then you went to his <laughs> you don't office. You believe me, do you? Yeah, but would you, would you leave? Would you be like, okay, this is really awkward. Like, you know, this is a little TMI here. I yes, but I'm a white-collar worker. So what, police you, officer is a blue-collar job. So you're thinking police officers and if firemen? I worked, if I worked in an auto mechanic place and the, ma- the shop floor manager was like, 
I fucked this uh, really hot bird. Here's a picture of her. And I'd be like, no way. And he'd be like, yeah, I have it on tape. Come back to the uh, little office in the back and watch it. I'd be like, okay, I'm going back there and watching it. I guess it. I probably it's would. It's better too. than turning this wrench for five minutes. I mean, I guess I probably would too. Think of all the porn I watch on RedTube and UJIS. No, just for laughing purposes. Like, <laughs> look at your big, hairy, fat ass. <laughs> Seriously, is that a how many boils are like, like there's five? Is that a queen tattoo on your back? Yeah. <laughs> the queen. <laughs> anyway, so so his, his uh coworkers or his, his what are these guys? One his, of the like, coworkers told on him. One of his coworkers told oh. on him. That's what happened. Uh no, I think they're just sort of like, you know, younger cops. He says, uh, the prosecutor says, did any of your friends show you videos of them having sex with other people? Yes, Osborne says. Wasn't that common, asked the prosecutor. Yes. (laughs) So they were all taking videos of themselves boning people. So says this guy. And just passing them around, and he just wanted to be part of the the group. Have a laugh himself. God, I want to be, have you ever seen the movie Training Day? Yeah. Remember he, like, drove around with Denzel, and Denzel's, like, you know, robbing... Uh, drug dealers and right. just doing all these illicit activities. I would rather do a training day Australian style where it's just like we just look at sex tapes, homemade sex tapes all day. <laughs> Sounds easy to be a cop in Australia. Yeah, I'd be stoked. He says, <laughs> the prosecutor asked him if he was dating a woman while he was filming the encounters and he said, yeah, and he said, do you, you tell her that you loved her? And he said, yes, which I don't know what that's relevant to, but it's funny. He got a clock. He went on eBay and he bought this clock that was fitted with a pinhole camera and a motion sensor. <laughs> oh, my God. This guy's a professional. So I mean, that a- implies that if you ever get up in the middle of the night and jack off, it's going to videotape that, too. Yeah, but this is like something that's like James Bond type of gadgetry. You know, right. Think like Q is giving like Bond. Here's something to, to, to videotape all your birds that you've been shagging for me. <laughs> oh, thank <Yeah>. you. Q. <laughs> That was the Roger Moore bond. Not the Daniel Craig. No. Uh, <laughs> did you ever read that book, uh, The People Who Eat Darkness, who I, that I told you to read? It was about that guy in uh, Japan who actually like would roofie the fuck out of like 30 women you know, over a 20-year span and would like just roughly just abuse them, and he had all these videotapes of it. Oh, yeah. You, no, you told me about this. I haven't seen Good this book. yet. Joji Obara was the guy they finally figured out. But, like, because two of these women actually ended up dead. And so the Japanese Tokyo police force went after him and finally found him. Anyways, it's good. Uh, so what that's happened? That's about it. <laughs> well, they're saying that the prosecutor says that the boasting, because if it's all about the boasting, then the guy gets off because it's not sexual gratification. That was my point. But he so so he's oh, saying it was just for boasting purposes, but the prosecution says no, it was for sexual gratification purposes. Therefore, you're going to go down for it. So he wasn't doing this for high fives. He was that was his defense. He was like, I was you know trying to impress my mates and yes. uh, and uh, get a high five. But instead, really, he's he's masturbating to these videos. Or even if even if it just gave him a heightened uh, orgasm as he was having sex because he knew he was filming it. That still counts. He still goes down. Just because he was filming it. Because if he was filming it for the purposes of enhancing his sexual gratification, even if he's not beating off to them later, although that would be a slam dunk, right? Yeah, that's, 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 a, that's a strange gonna prove, It's a thought crime type thing. Like, if you, How can you prove whether he you know, is thinking that it was much greater to have sex with a woman while you're filming it with your pinhole camera? 
Like I, I would be concerned how my butthole looked, as I said before. I'm surprised he didn't try to bribe the judge with like a six pack of Fosters. Probably and the tapes. Off. Yeah, give him, give him a couple tapes and a six pack of Fosters, and be like, "I think we're, I think this matter's settled here." Uh, Osborne's lawyer, the defense attorney, says that he's blaming this on the blokey world of the Glads, Gladesville Police Station. Which blokey the is a blokey world? Of the, you know, just the blokes, the lads. It seems like a a laddish world that uh, that that police station. I think most police stations kind of are art cloaky. The art cloaky world of the police station, where everybody's just made <laughs> of clay. They look like Gumby. Gumby and Pokey, the Pokey world. They can, they can turn themselves in different shapes and the balls and roll around. Um, yeah, you know, I actually kind of, uh, I'm intrigued by this environment. I wouldn't mind working in more of a blokey environment. <laughs> I mean, don't you look at porn all day long? Yeah, I guess, but... I mean, you don't do that anymore so much, huh? You don't produce the porn titles? No, we don't, we don't do porn that much anymore. Plus, I work from mm-hmm. home, so there's not many blokes here. <laughs> you just invite a homeless person in. I think I might go get a couple homeless guys just to hang out, and we could just have this blokey environment. Like so, have you fucked any homeless ladies lately? <laughs> Did you get it on tape? So what do you think of his wife? What does his wife think of all this? I don't know. It's not in here. But it's all up to the judge, and she's not going to make her... Dis- oh, I just gave it away. The judge isn't going to decide till August 3rd, but the judge's name is Janet... Walquist, it's a woman. He's done for. Oh, he's he's toast. The judge, yeah, the judge is the judge is a woman. She's probably you definitely want a man judge. If this is you in this case, and do women in Australia drink Fosters? Yes, of course. They're all fucking hammered all the time over there. Then I would go for the Fosters defense. Then <laughs> I was drunk on Fosters. Did you see the size of my cock in that tape, <laughs> Sheila, <laughs> Janet? <laughs> You know, make an arrangement after this. It's as big as a faucet scan. It probably would work. Yeah, um, but it probably isn't that big, and that's why she's like that's because she watched looks the like tapes. A shrimp. Yeah, she saw. The you have tapes. no, you have no like technique either. You gotta have technique. You're far too critical. Anyway, people, send your stories. Stick around podcast at hotmail dot com. Uh, we got some phone calls here uh, to the stick around hotline two zero six 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 three eight four six is that number. Um, the phone calls we got this week, because I think they're going to go with the theme of this week's story, since we already did one shit story. Uh, we received a bunch of shit stories. We always get the shit stories on the sick and wrong hotline. People call in with their, their, their tales of their fecal tales. Um, so I was thinking we should, we should make like a, a official bit like a, out of this waggly, like with theme music, like we do with my two cents and is that gay mm-hmm. and uh sick and wrong thought experiment. So I say we, what we do is we have a competition here. We need some shit story intro music. So there you go, people, you, uh, you talented creative types out there. Why not send us your best shit story intro music, like something along the lines of, and it's time for another sick and wrong shit story. You better do it quick something like because that. episode 392 is next week. That is true, but we might use it next week. Um, but we'll pick the best one. We pick the best one, the one that we pick. The winner will get a new Sick and Wrong tea and a signed pick of a drunk Lance and I from the uh, upcoming bachelor party for Big Jair, which is in two weeks. With turds. There's in probably, the shot. I bet you there's gonna, we're going to have some shit stories from that one. Yeah. Yeah, there's going to be a big bachelor party in Los Angeles. Wackily's coming down under here. Strain. Um, there's going to be some shenanigans. So if you make... 
a shit story intro song that we end up using, and maybe we'll do an audience votes kind of thing on Facebook or something. The winner will get a new sick or wrong tea and a signed pick of a drunken me and Lance. So uh, there you go, people. Uh, before we get to our first shit story for episode 392, here's a word from our second sponsor, audible.com. Audible.com is the Internet's leading provider of spoken audio entertainment. With over 75,000 titles to choose from, Audible has it covered. Get a free audiobook download when you sign up for a free trial. Go to audiblepodcast.com forward slash diddle and get your free audiobook today. All right, so in lieu of the shit story intro music... Um, well, actually, you know, we'll listen to all three, and then at the end we can say uh, which one we think wins the prize for the best shit story of the week here. Okay. So, so uh, we have three here. here. Here's the first sick and wrong shit story. All right. Under three minutes. Here we go. Got a shit story for you. It's when I worked at Best Buy. I went to work. <laughs> didn't feel too great. Ate a burrito. I was sitting there. Standing against the counter wearing my khaki pants. This woman comes up to me and asks me about the cell phone. Sitting there, standing there, talking to her, and my stomach started turning. And before you know it, I fucking went to fart. And when I lit my cheek a little bit, I crapped myself a little bit. Just a little bit. And I got popped by my boxer briefs. But they kind of rubbed against my khaki pants and left in a nice little stain. Needless to say, I finished the sale with my back turned against the counter saying... Went to the restroom, found out I shit my pants, and went home. But other than that, that's my shit story for you. All right. Best Buy shit story. <laughs> what if you're buying, like, a flat-screen TV, and this <laughs> Best Buy sales guy, like, shits himself? And like, uh, I'm going to go check the internet. <laughs> Amazon.com. I would just start laughing and be like, are you all right? You okay there, dude? Oh, my God. <laughs> And then, yeah, I'm fine. No, I'm pretty sure you shit yourself. No, no, just let's uh, close this out. No, you shit yourself. I can smell it, and there's a stain on your fucking pants. That's when you go over to the video camera section, grab a video camera, <laughs> and they come Broadcast back. it on the wall of TVs. <laughs> on all the TVs. Look, this guy shit himself. He works I, here. I do like this guy's work ethic, though. This dude, instead of just being like, excuse me, I, uh, I have to go to the bathroom. Or excuse me, and just left, you know, and just mm-hmm. leave the the situation because the emergency. He still with the shit in his boxer briefs. Finish the sale. Well, he wants that commission. Yeah, but there's some work ethic there. That's he's a good Best Buy employee. This guy, I would buy a phone from this guy. <laughs> um, that does suck though. Wearing khaki pants like that, you're kind of fucked. It's what, what's their outfit? It's blue, a blue kind of polo blue shirt. shirt and khaki and, uh, pants. Khaki pants yeah. I haven't been to a Best Buy in a while. Yeah. Um, by. Here's the uh, second shit story. Yo, what's going on, fellas? My name is John, and I have a little story I want to share with you. Uh, I was listening to Podcast 25. I'm starting from the beginning, right? Oh, yeah. I so I heard Lance's story about him shitting in a field. It's old school stuff. You probably don't even remember. But I thought it was. You were taking an exam, right? I, yeah, I had to go, go to an exam later. And you shat yourself on the way to the exam. No, I had I, I was studying, waiting for the exam to, ha- and I knew I had to shit really bad, bad enough that I had to go home. And, do it. and I, I was not even shy about shitting in the school bathrooms, 
but I just knew it was going to be a nightmare situation. <laughs> but did you run across the field and like shit yeah. was just pouring out of your ass? <laughs> out of both legs of my jeans. <laughs> I mean, it was like, this was like Chernobyl, Three Mile Island situation. Just through the, the, the golden fields of wheat and just this shit trail going through there. It's terrible. It's <laughs> it was disturbing we- a weedy. It wasn't like an idyllic feel. It was full of weeds and sticks. And your feces. Well, yeah, it reminded me of my story. So I'm walking to my buddy's house, going down the street, and I pass by this bar, and I really got a shit. Diarrhea. So I walk in. I like this guy's voice. Where's your ID? Hey, man, I'm only 14. I need to use this bathroom. I'm going to shit. Right? This was years ago. Anyways. So they won't let me use the restroom. So I try to run over to my buddy's house. I don't make it. So I walk back to the behind this bar, and I'm about to take a shit behind this place. So I look around for a good spot, and I find a paint bucket. So I prop it open. Not bad. That's a good, prop it open and good squat shitter. over it and shit the dirtiest diarrhea in this paint bucket. And it's like halfway full, maybe a little bit fuller than that. So I shit in it and pretty much top it off with my diarrhea. So I fucking put the thing back on the top of it. I close it up and I go on my merry way. I go back about a week later and this building has got a fresh coat in the back of it. It's like a tan color. Oh my God. That's the paint that I shit in. So this building is painted with my shit. Wait, so he shit into a f- paint bucket that was full of paint and his turds just dropped to the bottom? I think he said it was half full and then he filled the rest of it up with his diarrhea. <laughs> so the, the painter came in the next day and just was like, oh, looks like the elves refilled the paint bucket. <laughs> that was great. I don't have to buy Do, do you think he had to paint. stir it up a little bit and then just start painting? Of course. God. Have you, know, you ever seen that? Th- you don't start with your hand if you're a serious painter. You have that uh, attachment to your your electric drill. You stick in there, and it really <laughs> stirs it up good. So this would be my favorite bar, then, because I have a part of me is on this bar. He probably drinks there. It wouldn't be your basis. favorite bar because this guy shit on it. If you had shit, no, on I'm it, just saying. If it was, if yeah. I was this guy and I took a shit in the paint and they painted with my shit paint all over this right. this bar. I would I'd constantly be trying to get people to like lean up against it. Like, oh, come out and have a smoke with me. I'm just going to lean on this. Oh, yeah, you lean too. Like, his hand is on my shit. You ever lick paint before? It tastes kind of good. It's not poisonous, uh, actually. I don't think you're going to convince anybody to lick the outside of a bar. <laughs> so here's the third and final shit story. So, so far we have two, and uh, there's one more. Um, here's the third one, then we'll vote. Hey, stick around, D-Lance. This is Taco calling. Taco. Um, I'm listening to the most recent episode, and uh, you guys commenting on the call, or the guy commenting on the Asian drivers and uh, their toilet habits. Um, just wanted to let you know uh, they weren't the only ones. And when they say Asians, it's not only, um, you know, the Asians you think of, so, but Middle Eastern people do the same shit. So we were saying that Asian people squat on top of the toilet so their shit goes all over the bowl and it's on the floor. And he's claiming that Middle Eastern people do the same thing. 
Well, I don't think we. I don't think we tried to state that it was only Asians that did it. But okay, I didn't. I didn't know. I, I assume Middle Eastern people had toilets, like not holes in the ground. But well, you've been to the Middle East. I never have. You know, now that I think about it, I went to Turkey, but Egypt had. But the places we went to in Egypt had toilets. Maybe it's we like, were in the touristy area. Yeah, maybe for like off the beaten path. <laughs> off the beaten well, toilet. Floyd, in Iraq. Um, he was in Iraq. You know, we, when they came to clean the porter potties every morning, you know, we'd be ha- you know, I'd be happy, you know, because all the cum would be cleaned off from the night before, and the guys sneaking into the porter potties to jack off on their iPods, watching their iPods. Did you do? You, are do you hear what this guy's Dude, saying? He's saying they go to the porta potty to beat off. He's saying he's gl- he would be glad when the people came to clean the toilet and he had to go use the toilet after they cleaned it, not because they cleaned the shit out, but because there's cum all over it. Oh, my God, dude. Could you imagine that's, I guess, in the military. Where else are you going to jack off? From the movies, <clears> I think <throat> you, like, go under the tank. <laughs> and you go <laughs> underneath under the, the tank? Yeah, I've seen them but jack did off. Did he the say you, they use their iPods, and so they watch porn on their iPods and jack yeah, off do the same in thing. the porta-potties? Yeah. What else God. are you going to do? Makes sense to me. It stinks. I mean, it but... makes sense, but I mean, it's like, God, I can't, I can't think of a, of a more horrible place to masturbate in. You haven't seen a woman for like six months. Yeah, it's better than having sex with a camel. Well, how come? I don't know. <laughs> Is it? I don't knock until you try it. How come if you live in the desert, you don't just dig a hole and shit in the, in the, in the sand? I mean, like a cat. It's like a big litter box. I don't know. That makes no you sense. Why have a porta potty? All right. Well, th- there sanitary. you go. We're just wondering. I mean, they're like, you know, there's, there's like, you know, a hundred people in your squad or whatever. I don't even know what they're called. Division. Get a little shovel. Yeah, but they're, if everybody's shitting in the sand every day. <laughs> How do you think Al Qaeda does it? <laughs> they shit, don't they shit into their left hand? <laughs> You're never supposed to shake their left hand. That's all I know. Wait, so, so it was good. You know, and I would go in, and all of a sudden there'd be diarrhea just everywhere, sprayed all over the goddamn porta potty, on the wall behind, all over the seat, just fucking wretched. The main, the, the motherfuckers that came in to clean the fucking porta potty were so happy. I guess I don't know what the fuck happened, but they would go back in after they cleaned it, stand on the fucking seat, squat and. Sh- Get all over the fucking place and then leave. And we be fucking going in there like expecting a clean porta potty smelling fresh. It'd be diarrhea everywhere. So yeah, that happens too. So fuck them. Oh goddamn hobby. <laughs> but yeah. Wait. yeah. Just to wait on that. Later. God. Thanks, Taco. I mean the, think about that. You gotta deal with IUDs in the ground and then you gotta deal with uh with Arabic people shitting all over to, the porta potty, you don't have to deal with IUDs in the ground. Isn't no, not IUDs. Uh, what are IED. They? IEDs. Yeah. <laughs> IUDs. What you shove up your girlfriend's pussy so she doesn't get pregnant. All right. So you're not dealing with IUDs. You're dealing with IEDs <laughs> <laughs> and diarrhea in the uh, porta potty. Um, uh, man, that just war sounds like it just sucks. You know. Yeah, it does. That's why the drones are the way to go. 
Yeah, the, the drones don't have diarrhea. They don't have to go to the bathroom. Drones don't need to masturbate in the porta potty. That's got to be the worst. Like you're sitting there waiting all day. The one joy, the one little 15 minute bit of happiness you get in your entire day stationed, deployed in Iraq, is, the, is when you get to jack off to whatever porn you have saved on your iPod. And you go in there and it's just diarrhea all over the place. Yeah. Would you really still do de- it? Demoralizing. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> what, what are you not going to beat off? Oh, we had a, a guy here, uh, Tim, wrote in saying that he sent a picture of, uh, of like somewhere in Saudi Arabia where they have a sign that says, you know, do not uh, defecate on the ground. I'll put that picture on our site. It says, he says in t- Saudi Arabia, toilet bowl squatting is a major problem. Uh, these fuckers from South Asia have no idea. You regularly enter a toilet with dirty footprints all over the seat. I've also been on construction sites where they have graphic pictures of a guy whose thigh has been ripped open as the porcelain is broken. Ah. And the stupid sod has fallen to the sharp edges and cut himself. And he, of course, was also covered his own shit. I love the podcast. Um, Sepsis. And your book, Keep It Sick, Keep It Wrong, Tim. So, yeah, that's, it's, a, it's a real thing. Middle Easterners also shit on, uh, on the floor. So there you go, Wackerly. What, what's the best shit story here for episode 392? Shit story of the week. Who's crown champion shitter? Paint bucket. You asking me? Paint bucket outside the bar. Uh, what was the first one? Um, I the don't guy, remember. Yeah, yeah, oh, the Best Buy. The Best, best buy, buy sales manager. Best Buy sales or, uh, or, jet, or shitting in the porta pot For sheer uniqueness, I have to say it's the bar thing. Because he's... It's literally his shit is all over the bar. I I like the uh, the the Best Buy one. That okay, might close the my sale. I, I like it because he he closed the sale with shit in his pants. And I but mean, we I got guess, a, little, a lot of new information out of the uh, Iraq or Afghanistan or whatever the hell that one was. Yeah, this is tough. I did kind of like that one too because I and I, I didn't even realize that people jacked off in the porta potties. Makes sense though, and I didn't know that Middle Easterners uh, squatted. Yeah, that's true. We Let's did give learn. it to Taco. You know, I'm going to give it to Taco. Let's give it to Taco because we learned something from that story. So also, there you go, Taco. The best of foods. Congratulations, you do have the best shit story. Uh, people call in. Uh, Plus, he served our country, and you served our country. You know, USA. Um, people call in two zero six 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 three eight four six and uh, tell us your best shit stories. And uh, yeah, if you make us uh, some shit story music. Uh, we'll be uh, doing the competition. We'll give you a few weeks to do that. Um, we're actually got a few emails. We don't have time for emails. Sickerwrongpodcasthotmail.com is the email address. Uh, we have to get out of here. And uh, what, you know what we want people to do right now? I was looking on iTunes the other day, Wackerly, and uh, we have 1,181 ratings. That's 1181. Why don't we have 1,200 ratings? I don't know. I, I, I just don't get it. I, we have 1,181 ratings. We don't have 1,200. We just got this one, this, this guy, Captain Car Car. He writes the best. This is from uh, two days ago. Dan and Lance are the most amazing guys in the world. I started listening to them six years ago, have not stopped since. You all are hilarious. You got me through my middle and high school years. Now that I'm a freshman in college, they've made me open-minded about everything. I hope you don't stop after episode 392. Just keep going. Love you all. That's inspiring. Is it? is it inspiring enough to continue past episode 392, though? I don't know. <laughs> Nobody knows. I don't know either. Because right now I'm like, I look at this and I'm thinking, okay, well, we have, you know, 1,100 ratings. We don't even have 1,200 ratings. Like, if, if we were... Like at, per episode, that's not a lot. 
No, not not at all. I mean, if we had like three thousand ratings on iTunes, and you know all these people raving about us and stuff like that, I mean, I appreciate everybody that listens to us, and I appreciate that. But it's like I feel like you know, wackily we plateaued. Maybe yeah, you know, it's a growth industry. If you can't grow, grow or die. Well, we were given the three hundred ninety-two contract from the Reach Around Foundation, which is still valid. People, I don't know if people know this, but in the beginning, we used to say uh, we were we were under contract for three hundred ninety-two episodes, and so after. Episode 392, yeah, we still have our sponsors. That and me, we're not under contract. But we, uh, we have been under contract for 392. So we're free agents after next week's show. It's the last show. I don't know if we'll continue. Maybe. But <laughs> I, I, knows. I, I do <laughs> think know. if we had more iTunes ratings, comments, I would be definitely more inclined to continue. Because I think people oh, would yeah. still be very interested we're the interested biggest in podcast in the universe, yeah. we would keep going. But clearly we're not. <laughs> Exactly. So, so people go to iTunes right now. Subscribe to the show. Do a search for Sick and Wrong. Give us a rating. We we really do appreciate it. We, I mean, I read them every week, almost every day, before I cry and I listen to the Smiths and go to bed. <laughs> it's a sad life. Sick and Wrong T-shirts. Uh, there are new T-shirts being made. You know, even if the show doesn't go on past three ninety two, we will still have Sick and Wrong merch available. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, that'll always be available. That will always be available. Want to keep the money rolling in? Yeah, you can support us. Maybe convince us to come back. Um, for, uh, by going to sickerrongpodcast.com slash store, you can buy the, the current t-shirt, which I only have extra larges left. Uh, you can also go to the cafe press, press store. There's a, there's going to be some new designs up there. We also have our new official sick and wrong tea coming out in a couple weeks. I have the sample. The new official farewell tea. Oops. Oh, wackily. Don't let the cat out of the bag. Um, finally here, the sick and wrong song of the week, uh, Waza. Waza, our buddy, who sent in the story about the uh, the story cop. and a song. And he sent in this song too. I like this band. Uh, it's a dedication song by the VBs to everyone who stands who stands load and proud of having a wank. I don't know. You mean loud? I think he means loud. So, so to everyone who stands loud and proud of having a wank, here's a song called "Bashing the Bishop" by the VBs. I like that. I like the term for that. Uh, thank you, Waza, for sending that in. We're going to end the show here with uh, bashing the bishop. People, we'll be back next week with episode 392. Will we be back with 393? Nobody knows. Nobody knows. Till then, take it sleazy. Good night.
fish guy checking in, getting super baked and playing Dungeons and Dragons, you faggots. My cleric monk is doing amazing. I'm in my uh, fourth epic destiny. I'm doing Grandmaster of Flowers. Yay, me. Well, I'm going to send you guys a video, and it is fucking incredible. It changed my life. It's called Scraper Bikes.